Welcome to the Clubhouse Podcast, exclusively brought to you by Oz American Aces. Our podcast will be going live every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. The Clubhouse is our new talk show. We'll be chatting a little bit of the NRL, a little bit of sports cards, and a little bit of everything else that's going on in our lives. Please make sure you have subscribed to all our channels and are also following us on social media at Oz American Aces so you don't miss a beat. Righto, let's get into the show. All right, welcome back. Episode three of the Clubhouse. The lads are in. Munster. Hey, boys. How are we? Husey, what's not going bad, on? Bad, what's, going what's going on? What's going on? We uh, all made it here in one piece. No one's late this time, which is good. Um, but Munster, you got a little story to kick us off, I think. Uh, Bianca last night had a little one. Was it last night this morning? Nah, last night. Last night. Uh, quarter to nine. Um, lucky enough, have another boy. So, um, yeah. Perfect. Keep... Uh, Rolling them boys out and uh, make a little mini soccer team. Might have to go <laughs> jump, buy, jump in and buy a Kia Carnival like Fuss did. So, um, but yeah, no, it's going well. Uh, quickly come over here to do the potty. Um, Mrs. ain't too happy, but hey, got to pay the bills, baby. <laughs> uh, congrats, uh, mate. It's outstanding, Yuzi. Honestly, what did you do? How, I know, obviously, Bianca would have been going through the wars and all this. What were you doing to help out? Wait, actually, explain your last couple, like 24 hours. Just go through that quickly. Oh, Jesus. Because um, you were very active in the WhatsApp, so you can't have been doing too much. <laughs> uh, oh, um, I was trying to obviously just lighten the mood up a little bit, um, crack some jokes with Bianca, and um, <laughs> she was obviously going through a lot of pain. Um, but I just pretty much just said to her, look, you need, I need this baby uh, out sooner rather than later. I've got training to, to go to, and um, she didn't take too much uh, offense to that. She knew I needed to go train. <laughs> She's always uh, supportive of my of my job, so loves rugby league. Um, but nah, it was uh, it was good. Um, we obviously had a bit of a thing about um, whether it was a boy or girl. Um, but we feel like the obstetrician uh, put his foot in it the other day on Monday um, when she, uh, he asked her if she was um, obviously sleeping very well, and he goes, "She goes, nah, the baby keeps kicking," and uh, kind of put his foot in and said, "Like father, like son." So oh, no. uh, you, you so, didn't want to find nah, out. No, we didn't want to find out, but. Um, yeah, she wasn't too happy. She rang me literally after she <laughs> got away from her appointment. And um, yeah, she wasn't ideally happy about it because she obviously waited almost eight and a half months yeah, to, to figure out what it was going to be. And then um, we knew, what, six days before. So oh, um, yeah, she man. wasn't uh, extremely happy, but um, I'm happy as another boy. And um, my, my older fellow now, Jackson, gets to have someone to play with. So exciting times. Yeah, yeah outstanding. Right, you, what's been going on? Nah, not much, mate. Uh, I'm cruising. Um Boys come off a tough win on the weekend. Yeah. Um, down um, up there in Sydney, sorry. Gets a good Dragons outfit, but pretty lucky to come away with a win and um, still got the, um, you know, top four finish uh, in sight. So hopefully we can, um, you know, give it another give it another crack this week. Just on that too, I think the way you've been playing the last couple of weeks is the reason why we've been winning games, mate. No, um, outstanding. We're uh, going to say it's the podcast. But, yeah, I reckon uh, it's the podcast. Since you've been jumping on here, you've been playing out of your skin, so... <laughs> Thank you for doing that, Husey. Um, otherwise, we could have been struggling to make the top four. So keep going the way you're going, mate. It's, it's a pleasure to watch, especially from my side. Very true. It, Very true. Been, uh, yeah, been one of our best last few weeks. So mm. um, we will touch on that later. We'll touch on the game. Um, we'll touch on Queensland Cup. Obviously played on the weekend. Um, we got some feedback from the Aces crew as well, um, which should be nice. We got a few uh, questions in that we might answer, and uh, we'll finish off with some American sports and sports cards. So... Another jam-packed week this week, but to start us off, we'll be going straight into the icebreaker. And we've got a good one this week, I reckon. Icebreaker. Right. So it is, would you rather always say everything on your mind or never speak again? Easy, you can start. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll go, so always say everything on your mind or never speak again. Always. Oh, you'd have to go always speak what's on your mind, wouldn't you? Really? Rather right. than not be able to speak. Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> so I can talk. There'd be some dirty things going on in that mind, though. True. In saying that, you could get in a lot of trouble hmm. um, if you say whatever's on your mind, but you can't just go around being a mute all the time, can you? Unless you learn, I guess, sign, sign language. language. I don't know if I want to be in that dirty mind of yours, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't. I'd have, 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 have to wear a condom. I'd be getting some d- dirty STDs out of that. Um, but... No, that's um, that's that's interesting. I well, it just hit me like that. So that my first thought <laughs> or reaction or answer to that icebreaker mm. would be that. So. so say everything that came to your mind. Yeah. You? 
Oh, I'd pretty much say what's ever on my mind regardless. So, um, I think, I, 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 to be honest, I think I'd go to, go to water if I couldn't speak again, to be honest. Um, I've always got something to say, um, regardless on whether it's the right or wrong thing to say. So I think I have to be whatever's on my mind, uh, Pappy and uh, Heasy. Yeah, that's why we love you, though. Mm. Everything on your mind will be spat out in this podcast. For me, <laughs> I'd rather never speak again, to be honest. Really? Why? I'd learn sign language. I don't know. I just, see, that just sounds man, like a guilty man. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, see? Yeah. Weird. What kind of weird? What, 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 what kind of weird thoughts are you going oh, through? I'm just a bit of a random person, so you know, yeah. like I'm not gonna. You're an introvert, aren't you? Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna keep it all in. Learn sign language. That's my way of communicating. So, I, like, it wouldn't surprise me to be honest if you weren't mine. I'm like a little bloke that just does that little stuff <laughs> in the box, in the box, and that box, just on the side. Like... <laughs> if you weren't playing rugby league, I reckon that's something you'd probably end up doing. Patch. Yeah, all those people that are on the street, the other ones are like. Coloured in silver and they yeah, just like they just sit, sit there on there, the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just sit on a chair and just sit there the whole time. I, I could do that. I play with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Papa, you sweet. Yeah, you sweet. <laughs> Times are tough. Life after footy. Who oh. knows? Um, money, you did touch in the last 24 hours, but you went to the Luke Combs concert, didn't you? Yeah. The other I did. night. When was that? Sunday. Sunday. Um, yeah. Um, I got the opportunity to obviously go to Luke Combs. Um, it was really exciting. Uh, I seen Husey down. Um, oh, you were both there. Yeah, he was there, there mall at the front, um, like a little kid. Um, <laughs> in the mosh pit. Yeah, I was trying to figure out who was that down there, but um, he was actually trying, he was trying to get Molly's bra and trying to throw it at him, um, trying to get his attention. But um, no, nah, it was really good. Um, he's, I didn't realize how many good songs he was obviously going to sing. Um, he had Cody Johnson before him, which was really good yeah. as well. He played a couple of good bangers. Um, but yeah, I don't know, um, don't know how he does it, Luke Coombs. Um, Loves drinking beer, but I'm not out of a shoe all the time. So I was talking to a couple of people um, that obviously flew him with the charter flights and um, he just wanted beer all the time in his um, fridge. So yeah, right. it just shows that how, what kind of a lad he is. And um, yeah, that's why everyone probably loves him. Did he sing a lot of his like new songs or did he mix it up? With, yeah, no, he, yeah. he sang. He sang a fair bit. Yeah, um, he sang a couple of his new songs and then um, like his last five were just, you know, all the big ones. That, all yeah, the bangers. Yeah, everyone goes to, yeah. too. Played like, Fast Car, which was pretty not, exciting. Yeah, um, that was good. That was pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, I think my favourite was obviously Better Together. Um, yeah. I think he played that at the end. Yeah. Can you give us a like, bit of a... No, nah, I can't. <laughs> it's been a bit of a... <laughs> tough 24 hours. Yeah, tough bro. 24 hours. I would if I knew how the, the vocals and that, but... Yeah. Nah, I'm but he, show, his man. voice was crazy. Honestly, his voice was like... It, sound it was like better than yeah, right. like his songs. Like right. live, it just sounded way better than his songs. Like That's a fair His right. recorded songs. It was crazy. His band was pretty cool too. They played yeah, some they little... Yeah, they went off, eh? Yeah, so it was pretty good. Did he just play his songs or did he play any like covers or anything? Nah, Apart he from just Fast played, Car? He's yeah. played just his song. His but then he got one of his vocalists to sing... Um, oh, what song was it? It was a good song. Damn. Why don't you just sing I it? I forgot it. Nah, I can't even remember it. when he started yeah, singing the, that, like the ladies song. Yeah, what song is it? Um, uh, was it Any Shark? It was someone like that. Or was oh, it? I don't know. It was a good song though. Yeah, I, gotta, right. I gotta try to remember it, but Must yeah. heaps good. He had a good voice. Yeah, no, nah, it was, but <laughs> I, was, I was actually singing it <laughs> yeah, and I right. felt weird because I was like actually it tones like, screaming it to like loud. Is it Tones and I? I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't, yeah, I'm trying no. to figure it out. It's I don't want to say it and then it's not the right one. Well, I'm sure someone will... In the comments, let us know what it was. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's eating um, me up now. I was jealous. I was out at the women's FIFA World Cup final. So, oh, well, that's oh, not too bad. It's not too it's bad. Not too yeah. Bad. Had the choice, but I thought I'd go back to Sydney for a night and check that out, which was, it was outstanding, like on the back of what the Matildas have done. Yeah. Uh, I was unfortunate they weren't in the final, but Spain and England, they're probably, yeah, two of the best teams in the world. And, um, really good game, actually. How was it? How was the it atmosphere? Was, and you know what? Like, this is going to be a bold call. I still feel like the atmosphere at Amy Park. Was better. better than the final, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I think smaller ground, everyone's sort of on top of each yeah. other, whereas uh, Stadium Australia or ANZ or a core, whatever it's called, yep. it's a bit further out. Like They still had 75,000, but mm. um, I think the loudest part of the game was when Mary Earps, the England goalkeeper, saved, saved the penalty. Goal, yeah. And the crowd erupted spraying. and then like everyone started booing the Spanish crowd and it was like, that was, that was proper loud, but... Yeah. Um, it was good. And I think, like I said, off the back of the Matildas, I think what they've done, um, pretty special. I think we mm -hmm. touched on it last week and unfortunately they got knocked out between this week and last week, but mm -hmm. what a way to go down. I think they had of every chance against England. I think yeah. Sammy Kerr hit that bomb from just outside the box. That was outstanding. That was one of the craziest goals I've ever seen, I think. Oh. Like even, oh, it's just, I had a feeling she was going to score too, just when she got the ball from the start, from the pass, and then she was just streaming upfield. I was just like, She's just gonna fucking blow this into the 
the back of the net and she'd done it. I was yeah. just like, oh, I was gobsmacked. Eh? It was the, the keeper crazy. was both feet off the ground, like fully launched. Yeah. Like it was, you couldn't hit it any better, but no, for sure. Nah. Uh, touching on the obviously women's as well. Like I, I was talking to someone at Luke Coombs concert, we were talking about the soccer and stuff. And they were saying that obviously a couple of girls that played for Spain didn't get along with the coach. Oh, really? So about 10 or 12 players that usually are in the team or can obviously push them for a position yeah. didn't go away because they didn't like the coach. That's um, So they had a lot of younger girls in the Spain team. So who knows how good they could have actually yeah, won yeah. And they still won it. So it just shows how much depth they actually had in Spain. I'll mm. tell you like a little transition between the teams at the start of the game. So Tones and I obviously performed at the at the final, but like the Spanish team were like dancing and getting around it and the English team were just dead serious. serious. Like, And it was like this complete contrast, yeah. but... It's probably a bit of a culture thing as well, but mm. it just goes to show if you relax and you know what you're doing works, on the big yeah. stage, it's it's going to work. So exactly. that was actually cool to see, but um, yeah, obviously would have loved the Matildas to what be would there. Would you go to dance be at a grand final like that? Go to dance, probably like maybe like the in-betweeners or something, you know, they walk into the club. That's probably me. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two left feet, dude. so I'm no good there. But, <laughs> uh, salsa or something like that. But actually before that as well, we um, boomers, we spoke about the other mm. week too. Going pretty well. Beat France, Beat France the other day, yeah. mm-hmm. which was good. Rudy, Rudy and the Frenchman. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they off to the World Cup now in Japan. So yeah, it's, Japan it's and Indonesia. They lost it's, to Brazil, but then they beat France. Like it's and France are one of the favourites of the one of the favourites. So. so it's crazy. Like this shows anyone could probably beat anyone, like a bit like our rugby league competition at the moment. Be a good tournament, man. It'll yeah. be a good tournament. There's got a lot I'm of good players going over. Um I've seen Ant Edwards went off his head yeah. playing for yeah. USA. So obviously they're gonna be the team to beat. But They've had wow. massive stat lines lately. Like, what do you have the other day? Thirty-four points yeah, or something. Like Thirty-four, like, six, six rebounds, four blocks. Yeah. But then you look at Thibault as well. He had six, six steals or something like that. Yeah. And three blocks. Like, he, he was well known for his defense. But yeah, like, yeah. He's different in the World player, Cup, but, isn't yeah. it? Against the French, outstanding. Um, bit of controversy this week with uh, in the AFL. Mm. I'm sure we're all around it with our tipping mm-hmm. comp that yep. goes on between the Storm, but uh, Adelaide would say, would you say robbed? Yep. Robbed of a win against Sydney and uh, finals chances done. But not only them, I mean, there's three or four other teams that yeah, got that's, kicked out. So. That's tough. That's a tough way to, I guess, end a game like that. Yeah. And, um, I think the AFL come out and actually said they got it wrong. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, he come out and said. Yeah. Imagine being, <laughs> I guess, the Crows and just going, well, they just come out and say they got it wrong. But what, what do we get from it? Well, the thing is, like, I think there's, st- there's still a minute left. So... Mm. Like if it's the final kick of the game, if it's the final kick of the game, do they change it or do you reckon? Yeah, true. Oh, no, I don't think, not after the game. With all the technology that we have these days, you'd think, like they always go back and they review review when they obviously think it's hit the post or the the pad. So I know that we all make mistakes, but I think with the technology that we have these days, I'm sure they could have gone back and had a look. Yeah. It's a tough one. And I took the Crows too, so. Did you? Yeah, me too. I used my joke around this week because- I've got a little side bet with Pez, $50, whoever fins on top of each other. We were last and second last, (laughs) but ever since we've taken it seriously, we've sort of moved up the ladder. I used my joke round, which means double points, and I um, had a shock. I tipped Adelaide, tipped the Western Bulldogs, your boys mob, Mm, shocking. Um, Just had a bad week, so Mm. I'm not looking in good shape. And uh, yeah, your Bulldogs, what's doing there? Um, It's hurting. It's definitely hurting. (laughs) Uh, But unfortunately, I love the dogs, but... With our tipping comp and there's a little bit of money involved. I did my joke around as well to get double points and I went all the roughies this week and I'm kind of half cheering that I tip West Coast, but at the same time, I was assuming my team, the dogs were obviously going to get the chocolates and now they've put themselves in a predicament they have to beat Geelong um, in Geelong, which is not going to be easy, yeah. but um, with all my sources tell me, there's a fair few people getting rested from Geelong, so <laughs> I think I think Bulldogs by 40. So, what's the go with the tipping comp? Like, what's the price for first price? Is there a punishment for last? Yeah, no, nah, it's actually a it's a pretty good tipping comp we got going at the storm. Maybe about um, 80, eighty. Yeah, so we yeah. got we got players, um, staff. commercial staff, um, staff. There might have been sponsors. A couple in of coaches. coaches. Yeah, a couple of sponsors. Yeah. I think I jumped in. So I think buy-in. Yeah, fifty dollar buy-in. I think it's eighty of us. Yep. Yeah, so it's a bit of 80 of us, so I think first takes about 5K or something, which yeah. is which is pretty good. <laughs> um, and last, I, I don't think last gets – do you, no, get, any, do you get anything for last? No, not? I don't know. Well, that's, there's no incentive for coming last, but there should be a punishment for I think sure. it's a gauntlet. Yeah, I think be. you go through the gauntlet. I think, I think that, go through all 79 oh, others if, if and then just, just run backwards. You should one. just be like relegated. You shouldn't be able to tip next year. Yeah, you should just yeah. be like 
that's you done. You're gonna miss a year. Come back, but or, or maybe you got to stand in front of the whole t- like a whole eighty people of the co- tipping comp and sing a song or something. Maybe <laughs> yeah, that's, that'd be uh, pretty good. I don't mind. I'm at last, so yeah, let's do that. People that's a good idea. But how about the guys leading it? Like it's a bit rigged because. I think Harry Harry Grant tipped a buy at the start of the season. Yeah, Carlton. And he went ahead by – or a draw, sorry. Draw. He went ahead by, what, 40 points or something yeah. like that. And then we offered him a cash-out value and it was like, nah, I don't want to take it, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it got to the back end of the year and everyone's chasing him. So everyone's tipping the draw. Mm. But some of the guys put their joke around as the draw, the draw yeah, and yeah. tip the draw. So they went straight up to the top yeah, and yeah. it's like now they're leading and can't be caught. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I reckon the way we do all the um, – the way our comp tipping comp goes, I, I don't like it. I, I don't really like the draw because if someone picks a draw, they're gone. Like they're gonna win it. Do you like the odds no. part of it? No, nah, just go back to the standard. So just if you, yeah, so I think yeah. if you get a perfect round, you get double, maybe double your points, two more, two extra points, two extra points, and then obviously go for that. I don't, odds. I don't. I'm not a big fan about because. Yeah. But so the way the way our tipping comp um works for the people that don't know, uh, we go off odds. So if someone's paying a dollar ten. And you tip them and they win, you get wow, 1.1 1. 1. 1. 1. Yeah. points. If the team wins that's paying $6 and they win, you get six points. Yeah. So it's a bit of a incentive to so go the roughy. But Munster this week, tipping West Coast at, at 13. 12, yeah. 13. 13. So, so 26 points 26 just for the one just game. Just for the one yeah. game. So that's the reason why I win them. It hurt me to go to them, but <laughs> I, need to get, I need money. I'm struggling. I've got two kids now. <laughs> Times yeah. are tough. It is. You do get shit hung on you if you tip against your team, which yeah. unfortunately I'm a North man. So I tip North every week. The that's only week I didn't tip North. The well, exactly. But the, the only week I didn't tip North was against Frio in round two when they won. Right. When they won. So yeah. I learned my lesson early, yeah. tipped them against Sydney when they were 10 bucks. And we all know what happened in the Sydney game yeah, when the interchange run. and whatnot. But so I'm <laughs> yeah, convinced, I'm convinced it's the world's against me at the moment and <laughs> I'll be back next year and I'll be better, but. Comeback season. Yeah, you got come a bit season. You got a bit will be ahead. A bit will be ahead. Not your heart. For sure. And then also NFL and NBA, um, it's all starting to heat up again. But uh, off the bat, we've got a little question here. NFL season around the corner. Mm. If you could choose to be one player, who would it be? Ooh. And why? Um, so have to be a recent player, uh, current player, sorry. No. Oh, no, no, be anyone, I reckon. Okay. I'll go current. Um, who's pretty cool? Who's your oh, you would have to, I'm a Ravens man. Ravens. You're going to go Lamar? I was thinking that, but you'd have to, I would probably go with someone like Patty Mahomes. Yeah. He's pretty cool. Pretty cool guy. Athlete, yeah. He's a man. He's won Super Bowls. He's in a good team at the moment. Uh, I was watching the quarterback. Uh, the Netflix series, hey. he's actually pretty cool on it. Um, got a bit of confidence to him, um, and he's just yeah, he's the man. So I'd probably have to go Mahomes at the moment. I'd probably be the same to be honest. So if you wanna, have you got anyone different? Yeah, go on, Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> oh yeah, why is that? Uh, I've loved him since I've been a Carolina Panthers fan. Um, him and Cam Newton, but. He's unfortunately Cam Newton kept changing teams, but now now my boy's going to San Fran. So, but I'm I, I'm a Christian McCaffrey fan, so I'll go on him. Nice little running back there. I wish I had his pace, but yeah, I like I like the way he plays. There you go. And then on the flip side, NBA, mm. NBA player. Yeah, this is a tough one. I feel like there's so many people you can pick from. Yeah, it depends on what kind of. <clears throat> where, like, you about be, it, where do you want to like? Where do you want to live? Yeah, I'm true. thinking That's like that Miami one. sort of. Yeah, I'm thinking that side of things, East Coast. So I'm going to be Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Jimmy Buckets. He's pretty cool. He's cool. He's, He's got a good rap. Cool. Lives in Miami. That's my pick. He's got <laughs> he like a, a, we've had the lifestyle, eh? <laughs> yeah. Single. Um, I think he's single. Is he? Is he? I don't know. I've never seen him with Jimmy a- Jimmy Buckets, is he single? Mm, never seen knows. him with a partner, I don't think. Nah. Nah. I don't think so. Um, I think I'm dating Shakira. You'd probably be, you'd probably be Goran Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go either. Um, yeah, I'm going to go him. I'm going to go Giannis. Oh, yeah. Big Giannis. Yeah, Big Giannis fan. I know Milwaukee's probably doing it tough, but living, but uh, just the way he plays. I like mm. the way he plays. Yeah, I don't know. Who are Rui. Yeah, you go Bradley Rui. Bill. You'd have to just go LeBron, wouldn't you? Like, how yeah. can he not go but LeBron? But you couldn't, like, you couldn't go anywhere if you're LeBron. Nah. That's like, you're true. just, like, you're just locked in. I don't think you, if, if you're any big time NBA player, you can't really go anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's probably true. That's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. you'd have to go. Le- he's set for life. 
<laughs> he's set for like life. Surely it wouldn't be hard to be set for life if you're on a contract. In, oh, I guess NBA. Be but, but you got an entourage. You got to organise your, your fan. You got your mates your around. It. Relative. You're going. You're going to be giving your mates free money. They're just living off you, living at your house. <laughs> they got that vibe, you know. Yeah. We're in Australia, we don't have that entourage vibe. Mm. Yeah, it's true. You get a lot of people you got to cater for. Yeah. Um. But tonight, I think. Yeah, would have been last night. Golf man. Your new show on McGowie mm. tomorrow night, is it? Tonight? Nah, tomorrow tonight. Night. It's on tonight. Uh, I think it's 6 37 o'clock. I'm not too sure. I have to have a look. <laughs> um, but yeah, took his took his money, fleeced him again. Um, at Royal Q. At Royal Q. Um, thank you, Pappenhausen, for getting me involved in that. Um, really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> no, but it was a good little, nice little course. Um, hit some nice shots. So hopefully he doesn't do me too dirty. Yeah, right. What, um, what did you just play? Was it a. Did you do the three hole thing? Did the three holes, then did the longest drive. Yeah, on one um, on a dog leg to the right, so it didn't really work in my favour because I'm a, I'm a bit of a slicer. So it was going to the other hole. Yeah, um, yeah, seventeenth, yeah, seventeenth, and then I did the par three at the eighteenth of 110 yards, 110 meters. Par three on that eighteenth, yeah, because yep. that's usually a long ass hole. Yeah, eighteenth, but yep. they must have put they, up they, on they a, brought it back to the yellow tees. The yellow tees for me. Yeah. Still couldn't hit the green. <laughs> oh, sorry, I did set reckon if anyone has ever played at Q. I reckon the strike rate of hitting the green there is under 20%. Really? really? Yeah. No, like no one can hit it. You've got a big bunker on the left. Yeah. It's an island green. And there's water to the and left. And you're always going into the wind. You look at the flag and there's no wind, but I swear you are always going into the wind. the wind. And no yeah. one ever hits you. You're either short or you're long or you're in the bunker. There's no, like, it's bizarre. Like, I under 20%, I'm going to claim that. So if Q Golf Club's watching, can we mm. get some numbers on that? <laughs> get but the stats up. Get I'm interested to see how you go, man. So if... It should be on like KO and stuff, shouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. should be on KO, yeah. I'll tune I'll in. I'll rewatch it, yeah. I'll yeah. watch it, yeah. yeah. After our potty, I'll be driving home after this, listening to it. <laughs> Making my way Beautiful. Downtown. And like we said at the start, Husey touched on it. Good win from you lads this week against the Dragons. Um, scrappy win, albeit, but uh, yeah, got the point. So, how was the trip down to Wollongong? And uh, yeah, I guess off the back of last week, another good win. Yeah, it's Wollongong's a nice place, actually. Mm. It's um, stayed right on the water there. Um, hey, when we first got in off the bus, it was on oh, no, a you and there, man, but it was so windy. Like, oh, it was yeah. crazy windy. Like the day of the game? Nah, so or we got there the first night before. Got there, yeah. yeah, first got, yeah. I got off the bus. Um, and it was so windy. It was like, holy. <laughs> and I was just like thinking about, oh, no, I got to kick in this tomorrow. I'm not even <laughs> going to be able to board drop properly. I'm going to shank so many. But uh, it ended up being a nice day there. But uh, yeah, got the win. Um, bit disappointed in how many um, points we leaked. Um, you know, especially after the week before, we only leaked two points, I think it was, and then um, ended up, I think it was like 28 points that we leaked on the weekend. Yeah, right. um, yeah, that's probably the most disappointing thing, but to their credit, the Dragons actually played really well, and they got a good team, and especially their attacks, you know, it's pretty lethal, so, um, you know, it's it was we're pretty lucky to get the win, but like I said, um, just want to be better if our defense can't be leaking that many points, yeah. um, and I know Craig was... Um, especially disappointed. We um, they've been pretty good the last few weeks, though. So it's one of those sides are against like, real danger again this week. Like we got the Titans this week, and they're not going to make finals, but they're a really good footy side, and they can put points on in a hurry. So yeah. you got to be on like they're tough games. That's actually, although that was led in that amount of points, I think to come away with a win is still a pretty important. Uh, uh, achievement and especially you scoring the last try too. Mm. Nice little uh, cherry pick try. <laughs> oh, man, I don't think I've scored an easier try. <laughs> Yeah, was, big hit from it too easy. You, you yeah. deserved it after the performance, Chad, mate. <laughs> yeah, just you top played well the week before too, yeah. and you couldn't find it, couldn't find <laughs> the line. So it's a little gimme there. I didn't actually. Um, I couldn't watch the game. I watched the last twenty minutes. So I was flying from. We played in the Gold Coast earlier that day. Mm. Then I flew from the Gold Coast to Sydney, and you guys just kicked off as I got on the flight. So when I landed. It was like 60 minutes in and I checked the score. I was like, oh my God, what's yeah, going on here? Was, yeah. I think it was 30 to 24. Yeah. And I couldn't go back and watch the highlights because I was obviously watching a live yeah. game. We were down. We were down. I think it was points. 14 points in the first half. In the half. first half. Yeah. So we were we were under. We scored first and they just went on this flurry where we didn't see the ball in like six minutes and yeah. they scored like three tries and we were just it was um I think, I think Harry KFC chicken wing someone. Oh, we got, <laughs> um, and then after that, we had six minutes of not having the ball yeah. um, and then- Put hold on points and then big bully wall brick and Ellie yeah. found some found some space some magic and found no, some magic actually did. yeah they played really big well X. and right. X as well no, it's a game of bloody momentum at the moment yeah, like you you get momentum and you can hold it for as long as you you can you can do some damage it's especially being on the other side of it it's so hard to stop like 
like on the weekend, we didn't have the ball for six minutes and it was just felt like a tidal wave of a, the Dragons attack just coming at us and it was just so hard to stop. So, uh, But once we started to wrestle a little bit of momentum back, we were all right. But yeah. um, I think that's the key to, to the game these days is whoever defends well and holds momentum. That's it, eh? It's like, even this week, like with our awards, like two of our wingers in the top three, it's mm. just like, that's that's probably not a normal thing, but the way the game's going now, it's everyone, whoever takes the most of that opportunity is, is going to have a pretty good game. And yep. like I said, I think our wingers were outstanding. And then obviously Eli Katoa, mm. your recruit uh, for the Warriors, he's been massive for us all year. I think he might even be winning our player of the year. Yeah, so. well, he, he was winning it. Um, well, I think we had an update a couple of weeks ago and he was still up there after having like five weeks off. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, the kind he, of year he's having. He's going to go close. He will go close. go close. It's exciting. And we do have our next episode. We do have a little special guest. We won't reveal who it is yet, mm. but uh, we, let's just say Storm player, absolute freak. Mm. And uh, he is our special guest next week. So uh, make sure you tune in for that one. But um, yeah, off the back of that, I think even we spoke about last week, the comp's tight. Once again, this week, even tighter again. But how many points do you think is going to make the top eight? I think there's teams sitting on 30 at the moment with yeah. two rounds left. What are we on? 30. I think we're 30, 34. 34. 34. And we're fourth. And we're fourth. We're fourth. But we can still finish sixth if we don't win two the next games. two games. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. So I'll read it out for you. I'll read out the ladder at the moment. Knights are on a run. Like, they're yeah, seven in a row, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. They've, 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 ever since Honestly, like, Welchie kick kickstarted this season. Welchie kickstarted this season. All right. So we've got obviously your two at the top Panthers, Broncos on 40 points. Mm-hmm. Then you got Warriors on 36 in third. Us on third, 34 points in fourth. And then this is where it gets interesting. You got Sharks and Raiders both on 32. Yep. Knights on 31. Rabbits 28. Cowboys 28. Roosters 28. Eels 26. Oh. So <clears throat> the interesting thing is hmm. uh, Roosters of- versus Eels in the last round, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, no, they played play Eels this week, don't they? they? No, no, no. I think it's Roost, no, Roosters South Roosters last South, yeah, round. Roosters yeah. South, Roosters South last round. The, the final spot. South have a bye this, this week. And Latrell misses so, last And Latrell's got a weak suspension. Oh, so he so, misses oh, that's against the Roosters. And Teddy's out this week because of concussion. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, so, so it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like pretty much just flip a coin at the moment. I want to hear who you think is going to make the top eight. Um, so you've got, obviously, I think we're safe now with 34. Yeah. So you got Sharks 32, Raiders 32, Knights 31, Souths 28, Cowboys 28, Roosters 28. But I'll throw a spanner in the works here. If Penrith rest everyone in the last round, they versus the Cowboys. If the Cowboys win, Souths and Rabbits, both Souths gone. and Roosters both pretty much can't make it. Oh. So if Cowboys <laughs> win the next two. Yeah, so they've got... And they haven't got a bad team either, the Cowboys. they got the Dolphins this week, so... And the Dolphins have been... Yeah, they've got a few injuries. Yeah, Yeah. that that Trey Fuller, he played pretty well on the weekend off the bench. He got his debut try, so he's been playing really good footy for Redcliffe Dolphins. He's been knocking on the door for a fair while there, but... um, Oh... That's a tough one. I was going to say Roosters would make the aid, but after hearing your your (sighs) chat about, obviously... But, look, let's be honest, and Penrith rest a lot of blokes against the Knights and still got it done against the Knights, so... Yeah, that's true. Cowboys got a good roster, but the, for some reason the Penrith system at the moment's just blossoming and everyone's just coming in and doing their job. So, so you look at so I reckon Sharks are safe. Yep. Um Raiders got a negative four and against minus a hundred and eight. Yeah. Which and the Raiders have got that's unbelievable. Raiders have got Raiders have got the next couple rounds. I reckon Raiders and Raiders have got Broncos. Oh, hang on. Broncos at home. Yeah. And then the last round they've got Sharks away. Oh. Okay, maybe they're but they're on thirty two. They're on thirty two. So I think thirty two makes it, yeah. but their four and against might hurt them. I can Sharks, Raiders, Knights, and then the last team. South oh, Cowboys, Roosters. Oh, that's a tough one. I think Raiders. I'm gonna go Roosters. Though. I reckon Raiders, Raiders can make it if Jackie Boy's yeah. playing. If Jackie Warden's playing, I think they can make it. Yeah, yeah right. I reckon they're safe. Thirty two points. They I should think be safe. Raiders are safe. So you said Roosters. Yeah, I can Roosters. Will. So Roosters have got Tigers and then South last round. So Tigers this week. Yeah. So they got no Tedesco, but, but then South. Manu's playing at fullback most likely. Yeah, he's he'll be pretty handy. He'll be handy. He'll be around the ball a fair bit. <laughs> so he's but a good South backup. So Latrell. And then South's got the bye this week, which means Latrell misses last round. I so they'll both be on thirty points next week. Oh, that game's going to... And the Cowboys. It'll be, it'll be Rabbits, Cowboys, Roosters, all on 30 points. Oh, no. I can't. It's... 
Sharks will be there. If if Raiders lose their next two, Souths, Rabbits, Cowboys, two of them can make it because mm. they're four and against is better. So it's <laughs> that's how tight it is. I'm going to go the easy option. I'm going to go Shark Raiders and Roosters. Sharks, Raiders, Roosters, and one more. Uh, well, South's got the bye this week. Yeah. Knights. Oh, the Knights. I'll go Knights. Knights. That's right. Yeah, right. Pretty interesting. It should be, it's going to be exciting for you games coming up. Obviously, we've got the Titans this week at yeah. home. Amy Park, last home game mm. of the regular season, which should be good. Hopefully, a really nice turnout there. Um, and I think I'm about to be named. I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on. Four o'clock. Are you the back? team list are, are you out. back? Last week, I went in and he sort of said, no, nah, one more week of cup. And then before they named the team, I actually went into the office and we were talking about like possible scenarios. So um, I actually haven't spoken to him this week, but I did train today because obviously you weren't there. So took the number six jersey. So I could be playing for bench, but is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been relegated. You're going to play for the Falcons this week. I'm a tiger, mate, through and through. <laughs> EBF, baby. But um, yeah, I think this week might be the week. I actually don't know. Um, I think I'll find out more tomorrow, but when this airs. Yep. So maybe I'll just jump in quickly and say if I'm in or not, but... Um, I think it's all looking good at the moment. Did some media today. Um, so if I don't, then next week maybe sure. it's the Broncos. But another big game. I think we can cement top four if we win. So yeah, yep. big game there. Amy Park, Saturday afternoon, 2 mm. o'clock. So. 3 o'clock, I think it is. <laughs> 3 o'clock, is yeah. it? Yeah. Right. sure. It's a good time. Hopefully um, the sun's shining and it'll be a good arvo. Good arvo I know you were 50-50 on the weekend with your knee, mm. a bit blown up. <laughs> Um, were you a bit nervous going into the game? I know you beat the Tweed Seagulls to make the finals, which was yeah. exciting. You and Sua had some nice touches on the on the weekend. Um, he's playing out, out of his skin, but for yourself, mentally, how were you feeling when you went out there with your, your, your knee was all blown up? Yeah, I was. Um, it was a weird one this week, and I probably need to touch on it quickly because um, I said some things during our card break the other night where I sort of explained it right. So. I didn't bring my, like I was in charge of the GPS units. So if you have a, you play uh, Queensland Cup, you take the GPS units up, yeah. give them to the boys, they play the game, they give them back to you. I forgot to take him in the training the next day. So like the performance staff didn't get to see the data or anything from the game and I ended up training. I probably shouldn't have. I probably should have communicated better with the staff and been like, oh, I'm a little bit sore. But I didn't because I was like, I'm back now, you know, like I'm yeah, back. I can do training. Yeah, 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 like I don't want to yeah. sort of have days on days off. Anyway, um, long story short, I pulled up sore from that session. Um, and then when we were breaking the cards the other night, I sort of said like, oh, I didn't bring the GPS in. Um, if they looked at that data, probably would have, they probably wouldn't have trained me anyway. And then it got taken out of context. And then people on Twitter were like, oh, like Pappy's blaming the performance staff. And I'm like, no, I just, that's all I just want to say now. I'm taking full accountability for that. I didn't bring the GPS in. I should have communicated better that I wasn't feeling too well. And, um, yeah, anyway, got to the end of the week and, um, Lucky enough, the physios treated me really well and um, got up for the game and, and played. So mm. yeah, that's how it that. turned out. But yeah, we this, um this on that too. I had a little bit of media on the Saturday and they telling me that you weren't playing. And I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, it mustn't be because of his knee. <laughs> so I come out and say that you weren't playing on the in the media to Yvonne Samson and Melbourne Inger and that saying, oh yeah, he's got a bit of obviously staff on the outside and he's blown up his knee. I don't think he'd be playing this weekend. And then. I looked at the highlights and you were out there playing. I was like, oh well, there you go. So yeah. I just contradicted myself. So that's what happened today. Like I. I think Lockie pulled me over, had a performance and said, mate, what's going go with this? And I was like, yeah, it's it's out of context. I promise it's my fault that I probably didn't handle it the way I should have, but there we go. So no, That is Lockie's fault. It no, is, but yes, yeah, like mine said, Falcons obviously played in the weekend, had to win to make the eight. We're in the eight now. So I think the boys versus Redcliffe on Sunday. Yeah. And then our other feeder team, East versus South Logan on the Saturday. Mm, so so both feeder clubs are... Through the finals. How good. And like off the back of that, all four teams won this week. Our 21s, 21s East, yeah. the, the, Falcons. The reigning premiers. premiers St- yeah, yeah, exactly. So a Massive win. It's so. a massive win. So I think if they win next I week. I think they got, yeah. They, if they win next week, they're definitely They're in the finals as well. Yeah, so, yeah. so they need to win next week. But if they play they're like they did really against well, the reigning premiers. Actually. Yeah. Some well, good young players coming through. I think they finished second last last year. Yeah. So I think they're sitting fifth now, which is in the 21s. That's the it's the top five. So. They're sitting good, but yeah, there's some good that's, youngsters in that's that team. Sure, could probably be better. It's probably our junior pathway as well. I remember when mm. we we're playing twenties down here, and um, we were training a full time. Like we we're always training with the full time squad, but um, obviously with COVID and everything now, with the teams are all going away and they don't really train too much with us now. But we're getting a lot, a lot more younger blokes coming in and training with us now and developing a lot better. So it probably shows why they're playing so much, so we got much good footy at the moment. So there's some guns in that side too. Like they they come to our, I think they're in every Tuesday training with us, but. Yeah. 
Like mm-hmm. there's there's some guys in that team that you could swap one of us out, throw them in, and yeah. they'd do a job. They like showed um, actually showed a there bit of a highlights package of the <laughs> young fellas from uh, from the weekend. Maybe it was big Kobe. Man, they were playing. <laughs> Kobe oh, yeah. just, Machine. How, how hard was he running? <laughs> and he got man of the match, I think. He got I the three so, points yeah. for the 21. So, now nah, it's good to see how they're going and um, their progress, and especially because they're training with us a lot now. So, now uh, the, nah, the young fellas are going really well. Off the back of that, we've got some feedback from uh, all us, the Aces listeners and Clubhouse podcast listeners. And uh, we've got some feedback and got some questions sent in. So, we do appreciate it. Um, we will get them answered right now. Um, but going off the back of footy, We've got some uh, we've got some funny questions here. Well, not funny, but ones that I actually, if I was a kid, I'd love to know the answer for. So mm. we'll get mm. through them quickly. First one is, what would you do for a living if you weren't playing rugby? Oh, oh there'd be a lot of things that I would like to be doing, obviously. But um, to be honest, oh, I think I spoke about this the other day at um, a function or something, but I reckon I'd, my old man's been on the... Uh, uh, he's been working on the council for like 30 years. <laughs> Where's this going? <laughs> I, I just reckon I'd be doing something on the council. Why? Yeah, I don't know. What do they do on the council? What's so like? I don't know. He, he He's like a um, a drain or like a sewage something. Oh, no, he works at the tip. Sorry. He works at the tip now. Yeah. He works at the tip now. But he's just been on the council for ages. So I reckon, and because I haven't really done anything outside of footy yet, I reckon I'll just fall back to say, uh, Dad, give me a job or something, please, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a realistic so answer. Be, yeah. yeah, well, oh, a, no, 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 a dream job or? No, that's fine. That's good. That's, um, I mean. No, nah, yeah, I'm being realistic. <laughs> if I wasn't playing footy, I would have to go back to the old man and say, bro, give me a give job, me a please. Job. <laughs> <laughs> would you not do like coaching or anything? No. Nah, nah, probably not. Nah? I don't, nah. If I was never in footy, I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't want to be a coach. So if it finishes tomorrow, like if rugby league finishes tomorrow, is that what you're doing? Going back to NZ, working for the council? <laughs> right now, yes, but hopefully I've got a couple more years to figure out what I want to do. Yeah, I've got, go got a couple of thoughts. You'd, but stay, you'd go back to Palmy and Gold Coast yeah, and live the high true. life well, over now there. That I, my, you'd be at the Now that my wife <laughs> you know, wants to live there, if she wasn't in the picture, I'd be going back to Wellington and working with my old man. Yeah, right. Interesting. <laughs> what about you, man? Uh, I said the funny part, I'd, I'd be like a garbage disposal. There's <laughs> garbage rubbish like trolley boy, but um, I think I was trying to do like work experience as a refrigerator or – um, electrician back home. Um, I have to have brains for that, but I think I'd be able to get through the two first two or three years, and then if math, the maths and that had obviously the maths test and that in the last year for being an electrician wouldn't be able to pass it. I don't think that's pretty hard. So we got Chat GPT now, so oh, yeah, yeah, still wouldn't, it still wouldn't help me. It still wouldn't help me. But yeah, no, so probably some trade of some sort to be honest. Regardless of what it is, just to pay the bills, um, that would be something that I'd probably fall back on. Um, didn't, didn't do OP when I was at school, did not OP, so I had to do work experience on days once a week. So yeah, I really enjoyed that side of things, but yeah, I wasn't great at it, but that was something I just wanted to fall back on if I had to do it. Do you reckon you would still play footy like when you retire? you reckon you'd have a few years off and then go play like local A grade or something like that? Do you reckon you would do that? I'd, I'd probably have no head left to be. Yeah. Yeah. Are, I, <laughs> some of the A grades around the country is they're rough, man. They're like I've I've gone to a couple couple of my good mates play um, in the local A grade up in um, on the Gold Coast, and it's it's rough. Mm. And then if you're say Munster or like a ex NRL player, and you go back and play there, they, they go they go after you. Yeah, they're going after you. So what about like footy or something? Would you do something different? Like you, obviously Will Chambers, like he's gone and done footy down at St one trying to play AFL, eh? yeah. like at, in a local or. I know, because the local comp's still pretty good, so I'd <laughs> maybe play thirds or something or fourths. I wouldn't mind giving it a crack to see how it go. It looks it looks fun, but I just didn't I wouldn't be too keen on getting knocked off the ball. I reckon that'd annoy me. Little, this little nudge here and there. Jabs, yeah. I'd reckon I'd see red. Um, <laughs> Barry Hall. Nah, but I, I, I wouldn't be able to fight like Barry Hall, but I'd just get the shits, I reckon. Yeah. Um, what about yourself, mate? Um, what would I do if I wasn't playing rugby league? I don't know. I'd probably be like a teacher or something, mm. I reckon. Actually, no, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. But you can't get blue cards. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke for everyone listening. <laughs> I definitely can get a blue card. Um, but uh, yeah, I know. Probably a teacher. Like mum's mum's a teacher. She always complains about it. But for the amount of holidays they get, it's pretty, yeah. it's a pretty good gig, I reckon. Be pretty, actually, pretty, pretty good. I'd love to go teach back at my high school. Yeah. Um, each crime and they'll be... That'd be awesome. I yeah. know a few of the boys that do it now, and it's they love it. So you'd probably be like a touch t- touch coach or something like that. Yeah, probably PE teacher, touch yeah, coach, all coach schools, touch all footy schools? side. All yeah. Schools. Did you ever go to all schools at all? Touch. Yeah, I did all schools. Yeah. What that school? Was was, what school did you go to? 
I went to Oak Hill College, yeah. which fell under CIS, CIS. I think it was. Did you ever play like the national one, the national tournament up in, what do you mean? Like, is it Sunny Coast? You remember the one Sunny Coast? No. NYC? No. no. Oh, no. I no, played no. all schools touch. We went made the final my year last year against Keeper. Played against uh, Dallas Wells and them kind of guys. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, Where'd yeah. you go? Where'd you uh, go? Mayest College. We Mayest. had like the Cormac Hawk, Lachlan Hawk. Oh, no. Oh. So, they, so they were grandma. So apologies. We had James Bartz and, um, and a couple other guys that were like pretty handy, a bit younger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got done and drop off. Yeah. Dallas Wells schooled on me. He snapped me. Yeah, he's he snapped a, he's me. A good he snapped me with player, his right man. foot. Got me <laughs> Him and his brother were good touch players. Touches, so. yeah. That's outstanding. So I'd probably be a teacher and would I play league after? Probably not, but I'd I'd the same. I'd probably go like a footy netball club and yeah. kick a footy around, I reckon. I don't know where I'd play, but Did you say footy netball? Yeah, you know how they have the footy netball clubs down here? No. no. So they got like that's so weird. These boys know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> so like you must that's what I mean. That's no, that's what I love in Victoria, right? It's not a big deal anywhere else, but they have like a footy club that's associated with a netball club as well. And it's just like this big day where like the netball team will watch the footy team, footy team will watch the netball, and just like games on all day. So like if I'm down in Victoria- so it's not an actual game, footy netball? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. oh, you got it's me. just more like a club. The, the Q Koalas, they'd have a netball team and, and a footy an team. team. And oh, it's just like true. this, yeah. I'd go do it for sure. Yeah. I don't know where I'd play. But basketball? What am I? Yeah, basketball. basketball. I'd, yeah, I'd, I want to stay active, but- mm. I don't know if I'd play league after because, it, yeah, it is brutal. and yeah, <laughs> They yeah, come after you if you're playing. Body's gone already. I don't know if I can do it after I retire. All yeah. right, last one from the feedback and questions from HFAM123. Would love to hear about your infamous army camps and stitch-ups. So we've oh, all I'll, been on the army I'll, camp. I'll, I'll explain the army <laughs> camp since I uh, haven't been on it. <laughs> yeah, give, us, give us your rundown of army camps. Uh, no, honestly, I honestly. Go I on, explain. Okay, I haven't been on it. <laughs> But I reckon I know about it just because I haven't done it. And You've everyone that, it. yeah, like I've gone through, what is it, seven years now of not doing it and everyone just coming back and telling me what it's like. <laughs> so I feel like I've done it, but I haven't. Why haven't so, you done it though? Like is it, no, is it well, beyond doing it now or are you actually going to do it one year? Well, I don't know because I know Craig, it's a big thing for him and the club that everyone that comes to the club does it. It doesn't matter if you're – played 200 games if you're how it doesn't matter how old you are you just got to do it and I think um, did Rolsey do it he, yeah, he, he done did, it he, he apparently had blisters in his ass <laughs> <laughs> he chafed out that bad that's the so many blister stories eh? oh, yeah. so um, so I I'm, don't know yet I, I've had two back surgeries so mm. they're the reasons why I haven't done it because if I go on and do something like that I reckon I'll be I'll be bedridden or I'll be, my back will be gone for at least a month. <laughs> so I don't know. I think that's what the physios say to Craig. And I know he's filthy every time they, <laughs> that he explains it to them, but I'm just not sure if he's still expecting me to do it or not. So I'm just hoping that I don't have to do it. Is and there a party that wants to do it though? Like, oh, no, nah, there is. Nah, there definitely not. is. There's, there's definitely <laughs> nah, not. there is. There's definitely not. <laughs> nah, there definitely is. I, I actually want to do it, but I know- You heard that here first, Craig. I'll be in pain for a long time. So if i am got one more year left of my contract or whatever, I'll do it and then I'll have to retire. <laughs> as long as they pay me out. If they pay me out, then I'll do it and retire. But well, I reckon that's the thing. The last couple of years, you've been obviously an integral part of the side. So it's like- we actually can't afford to lose you because yeah. like we're going to, is that before Geelong camp? It is a, no, yeah, before, yeah, before Christy. Before Christy. Yeah. So he'll be brown bread for, for the whole be, uh, old three months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't be able to so enjoy do, my Christmas. We do need you in training, but man, have you got any standout stories from yours? Um, yeah, I've got a couple. What um, year did you go? Who was on your camp? Oh, I went at the end of 2013. Yeah, well, 10 years ago. 10 years ago, which Holy is scary. Holy yeah. shit, that's a long time ago. <laughs> so how old are you then? Oh, I would have been turning Young 19 at, at, yeah, the, well. at the end of that year. Yeah. Um. So no, sorry, I was eighteen that end of that year because I come down for preseason first ever, and then obviously played one game the following year. But went down there, obviously not sure. Everyone was telling me how hard the army camps were, and I was like, oh, it can't be that hard. Um, <laughs> then that kind of stuff. But I was illusion. I kept obviously you have that thing where you have the iron bar and stand there in a certain spot. They put you and say, hold. Who goes there? And you got to be able to stand up. And it's obviously the last night. You got to stand up until the sunrise comes and they come get you. Um, but I was obviously dozing off, started falling over and then started like picturing like a kidneys, like a big group of kidneys coming at me like an army. And I was doing these ones, like trying to like, trying to, trying to push them away. And like, obviously I couldn't because of how sharp they were, but I was just trying to do that. Um, that was one of them. Um, the other one was obviously, um, Joel Romolo 
supposedly they put him in his spot. He's just rolled out his swag and, <laughs> and just laid there with his bar and they've pulled it out and they've obviously got everyone together and said, oh, who's on bars? This? And no one put their hand out. And then they pointed at Joel and he had to come out and obviously tell him what happened and tell his story and they gave him the iron bar. And oh. um, he was around his group and he had to pick a group, I think it was, to do the puzzle. So everyone had to hold rocks and wait until they'd finished the puzzle. They picked our group and Will Chambers was colorblind. <laughs> they had a Hoffy doing it and someone else doing it with, with us. And um, yeah, they just, I just remember Will just yelling out and swearing and blowing up going, I can't fucking see anything. <laughs> How am I supposed to put these colours that together? Um, but yeah, that was something I remember, obviously, for my camp. Um, I got pretty much ridiculed um, as a young kid. I didn't even think um, I was that delusional. I was that thirsty that I self-preservation mode and when I, at the front of the group, there was like obviously 10 blokes waiting for water. I've gone and snuck a bit and tried to snuck them. Everyone's into me blowing up. And you know when you have those chats about sitting there and having those meetings about who's best on ground, worst on ground? Yeah. I got everyone threw me under the bus, and it was my oh, first man. ever thing. And I was, and I got up there, started tearing up, going, yeah. Oh, "Yeah, I'm the worst on the ground." <laughs> I started doing those ones, and I started like crying. I was like, "Far out!" It was like that was my first ever experience of everyone just giving me shit in front of everyone and oh, in front no. of my peers. So it was something that I obviously broke down with. But that just shows how emotional it was due to the fact that I had no sleep, fatigue. The fatigue it's got so me bad. a beauty. Like what Mun just explained. Like we got that. What do they call it when you stand? You do like a stand out in the bush, right? So you. Do a walk around his property for two or three hours and then you, they take you on the bus. They mess with the times on the bus, which gets you, right? So you know when it gets dark, but you're mm. not counting how long it is after it gets no. dark. So they mess with the time on the bus. You know it's dark. It might say 8 p.m. It could be 11.30. You drive out to the bus. They scatter you around this park. Oh, it's not a park. It's like you're literally in the middle of nowhere, like in the middle of the bush. Mm. Um, and pretty much tell you to stand there. And the only instruction they give you is if you see someone, you scream, halt, who goes there? So you're just sitting there with your bar. you just... Don't know how long you're there for, but you're just standing there. And it is true. Like the hallucinations you have are crazy. It's on the last night. So you're there yeah. for three days, two nights, and they do it on the last night. You're just standing there. But yeah, I reckon you're there for six to eight hours standing there. Not allowed to sit down. We got told now is you have to stand up. And yeah, obviously a few folks can't stay awake that long. No, so they can't. fall asleep. And uh, there's there's a few stories off the back out of obviously the Tim Tam and I'll let you touch on that one more, but it's, um, yeah, there's, there's plenty of hallucination stories. It's unbelievable, but it's one of those things. Everyone at the storm's done it except for Husey. So. No, nah, I'm sure that someone else hasn't done it. I'm sure. There's another one with Hoffy. Um, we obviously, myself, Rooster, which was Reese Kennedy, fell asleep. Um, and we had to stand up and watch the boys fall asleep. Uh, we had to watch them and be punishment. And I remember Rooster was obviously dozing off, standing up, and he had a bar and he fell and sl- fell over and fell asleep and landed on Hoffy when he was sleeping. <laughs> With the iron bar. And I just remember Hoffy going, fuck off, and pushed him off and then tried going back to sleep. So, uh, yeah, just on the Tim Tam story as well. Uh, obviously, you have to- uh, it's it's if you fall asleep, yeah, yeah. If you fall asleep. Yeah. But yeah. they didn't do it on my camp, but a couple of boys saying, if you fell asleep, they had to, the boys had to sit there and squat. On the, on on the, the like rusty, rusty metal bar. On the like, fence. Yeah, on the fence. And hold it and squat and hold onto it. And then the boys had to- Lick all the chocolate <laughs> off the Tim Tam until they were finished. And, and then, was it drink a Coke or something? Drink a Coke well? as well. And the boys are just sitting there, obviously getting a sugar hit. And the boys are on the fence just going, hurry up, <laughs> lick the shit off the chocolate. And, oh, mate. And it's literally the boys who have fallen asleep get the luxury. So yeah. it's the guys who have done the right thing on the fence, it's like, like fucking hurry up. Yeah. Like, let's go. Oh, mate. I couldn't imagine anything worse. Oh. I know you there's know a funny story of Hoff. Um, I think Henchy and they always tell us, like, cause you, you're supposed to only do it once, the, <laughs> the camp once, and then you should be done. And then I think they, um, their story about, oh, all the new boys were going, I think it was a couple of years ago. Was that your year? All the boys were going, um, on camp. And then, um, I think they told the other boys they were going on another camp, but to like a nice place where they go fishing and that. What was it called? Nagambi. So Hoff, apparently they all went into like the Mm -hmm. room and, um, Hoff had like his fishing line and all like (laughs) his little bucket hat and like ready to go on a nice camp. And then, um, I think the, the um the dudes walked in, they're like, All right, boys, hands up. You know, you know the guys too. Like they're yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. just scary dudes yeah. that just walk in there with their the black IDQ top guys. on and <laughs> they come in and they go, All right, hands up guys, who's going to the camp? And all the new fellas, yo, mine must have been in there, yeah. <laughs> Pull a hand up. And they go, All right, guys, who's going to the camp? Put your hands up. Same people. And then they just go, <laughs> You're all going to the fucking camp. You're all going on the fucking camp. Everyone get up. Oh, no. And then apparently Hoffy had the the 
face, like his face just dropped and stayed like that the whole camp. Oh. He just was sucking the whole time. Didn't talk for two or three hours. <laughs> Did not talk. And then I remember walking out with all the young boys coming through. All the boys that have families and misses ringing them, going, we're not going to camp. I'm, I can't have my phone. I'm, I'll see you in three days. And they were, well, can I hear some of the boys going like this on their phone? I was like, oh, mate, it would have been, it would have been an absolute nightmare to hear your missus blowing but up saying you're going away for three days and you can't communicate. Now there's that chat too every year. Like every year there's just that little bit of chat being like, we're all going. We're all going. We're yeah, all like, yeah. You never feel safe, especially like if the year, last year we thought because we sort of got knocked out first round of finals, it was like, Oh no, we're all gonna go, we're aren't gonna we? Go. Yeah. But then you sort of see one of the staff doing the team sheets and you just see like ten or fifteen names and you're yeah. like, oh thank God. I'm well, not that's going the thing, they always <laughs> fuck with the fucking sheets. They always put my name on there. <laughs> and every time I walk into like the locker and it has like a sheet for like people going on IDQ, they always put one on my fucking thing. I'm just like, fuck off, who's Jim me up? But then Loki, I'm thinking, fuck, I could be going this time. Damn. Yeah, well we got a young crew, so there's a couple of young boys that are coming through. So we don't want say to- that. So don't say if you listen to Belly I'm ready, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd probably, I'd probably fake an injury not to go on that thing again. That's honestly, it's the hardest thing. And like you were 18 when you went. I think I was 19, but I, I think they, they've stopped sending the boys that are under 20 on it oh, now, right. haven't they? I'm pretty sure they did the last yeah. couple of years, but it is brutal. But no, great questions, guys. We do appreciate mm. it. We do appreciate the feedback. Just a quick one on you know, I was at the game on the weekend and um, just going around and got some good feedback on. On our potty, so mm. it's good just to see fans, um, fans that are listening, and um, obviously giving feedback as well. So appreciate all the support. Yeah, it's also just like people you bump into on the street too, yeah. asking out the podcast. It's um, it's good stuff. So mm. we all appreciate it. Keep it on the map. We'll keep bringing you some good stuff each week. But like I said, tune in to the break we're about to do now. Chasing the auto. Mm. Hopefully, uh, hopefully get a nice few autos. We've only got about half the box left now, so we are chasing it. We opened a few packs, nice cards last week. But for now, see you later. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to everyone that has tuned into the Clubhouse podcast. Please make sure you have hit the subscribe button on all our channels and also following us on social media at Oz American Aces so that you don't miss out on any announcements. Catch you at the Clubhouse. Clubhouse.